listen, don't put your shit out there in the first place if you don't want to deal with the questions of the fallout. Mm. I mean, like, I'm me myself, if you're sitting up here flaunting your relationship, not that I even care, but once you guys break up, sis, what happened? No, 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 no. That was our relationship at this point. So what's going on? What's goody two hoodie? It's your boy Diero, and this is the Big Dope Energy Podcast. If you're a regular listener, welcome back, and I love you. If you're new to the podcast, go ahead and hit subscribe and prepare to thrive because we are going to get into some things like postponed Grammys, and we've got a new date, hopefully one that sticks, for Keisha Cole versus Ashanti, and uh, sadly, Insecure announced her final season, so we got to get into that. And of course, Lori the Boss Harvey is making headlines once again. Now, some Joel Smith tea did come across my desk while we were recording, but I'm not touching that because that boy is still a minor and Mama Solange is still a fighter. But let's just say Sky Jackson probably won't have a seat at the table during the next family cookout. I think that's safe to say. Now, I'm also on PTO this week, so I'm probably going to bless you guys with a bonus episode with an artist friend of mine who's just drop up. I don't want to give it away. Just know she's going to be dropping gems to get your mind, body, and soul right and tight for the 2021. But right now, let's jump into episode 13. Wow, 13. Yeah, episode 13. Right, motherfucking? Now. I am the female Wheezy. This shit is easy. They've been sleeping on me. Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-
I think number one, they thought there was the NBA, or the NFL. You know what I mean? Because the NBA you know, and the NFL saw. couldn't even do that. Yeah, exactly. But I think they thought they, you know, oh, they're doing bubbles, they're doing this. So I think that they thought that, oh, we could test everybody and figure everything out. But it's just not smart. It just doesn't make. I, I, I want this to be over just as much as the next person. But we gotta definitely do what we're supposed to do till it's over. Like, you got to move better. Like, I honestly thought the Grammys would have been gearing up to have the best show since they literally had a whole year to plan around this because the panorama started literally right after the Grammys last year. I feel like the Grammys just want want this uh, panorama to be over just like all of us. But like you said, we got to move better, move smarter. Um, do you think that they can have a virtual show that just slaps? You know what I'm saying? Listen, I think Panini Press or not, the Grammys can really only go up from what they've been at. It's like, you know, years they mm -hmm. don't have Beyonce performing, it's boring and they try it, but it doesn't work. And years that they even do have Beyonce in the lineup, they still don't get it right. So you can have the best talent in the world at the Grammys. And right now, based on what they've been doing, this shit's still not going to slap. But this could have been their year to come back because you don't have to worry about all that in-person shit. But they fumbled that back. Yeah, man, it's kind of... it's like. It's definitely for me a head scratcher, you know what I mean? Because you look at all these failed attempts with the NFL, the NBA, like, how are you different? How did you think you were going to do different? So we'll just have to see. Who who are you looking for a virtual performance from, though, besides Beyonce? Uh, oh, well, that's the only person. Because I feel like I've seen a virtual performance from everybody at this point. But I feel like the one who would dominate that that arena would be Beyonce. And I feel like low-key, she might have been holding off for the Grammys, even though fuck the Grammys, but she might have been <laughs> holding off for the Grammys because she knows the most eyes would have been on that. And she could have reminded y'all that, yo, this is what I do. This is what I've been doing. And I don't even have to go on tour. I just have to do this one. Oh, we're good. Let me perform a whole fucking album again. And you guys will live for it. And I'll go home to my babies and my beehive. Literally a beehive. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, we did a whole episode on our thoughts on the Grammys, including our predictions of our own winners if we were on the panel. So check out episode six, Grammy Noms and Tattoo Bombs, if you guys want to hear more on that. But speaking of bombs, it looks like we'll be finally getting a Keisha versus Ashanti battle if they don't reschedule again at the last minute. <laughs> so it's scheduled to go down Thursday, January 21st. They're going to be in separate locations due to COVID concerns. Uh, but uh, hello, I don't know why this is another company that thought they can skirt around getting around COVID. I mean, nigga, you guys are you guys are the real influencers here. I don't know why you guys are not the ones setting the example, but whatever when you think about ashanti and keisha cole you think i don't i don't know why i immediately think like atlanta even though both of those people are not from atlanta they may have been to atlanta but you know atlanta's wilding out anyway but trey we talked about this in the ashanti versus the rona episode but now that we've had a few more weeks to you know let it settle in who do you think is going to take it uh if this actually goes down on thursday well man it better go down on thursday i need it i need something to party to after the 20th but Ashanti, man, you know, Ashanti, I feel like she's just got way too many hits. And I feel like not enough people know Keisha Cole's catalog. You know what I mean? I feel like perception is reality. And the perception is that Keisha Cole has maybe one or two hits. And that's not necessarily the reality, but Ashanti got way more hits. So she's going to smash. But like I said on the last, on the episode of the Rona, I just want a deeper appreciation for Keisha Cole. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people can dig into her essentials on iTunes or on Spotify and really find <laughs> some stuff that they love. 
I'm so immature. You said dig in there. Never mind. Uh, yeah, no, man. I think the uh, <laughs> I think the real winners of this one is going to be the culture and R and B. I mean, ever since this verses got announced, I feel like the spotlight's been on Keisha and Ashanti, so their streams have gone up. But also, like you know, putting the traditional style of R and B back in the forefront, at least for the moment, is just good for everybody. No, man, I miss, I missed that. You know, I feel like we kind of got. We, and we talked about it on past uh, on past episodes, but we kind of right. got away from that around 2007. It just became the Trey Song show, and then after that, it was just nobody. So I'm really looking forward to some classic R&B, you know. Oh, that Trey songs. Well, hopefully, hopefully that date sticks because I mean it's coming right around the corner, and it's coming right after another really important day this week. Do you know what day that is, Trey? January 20th. January 20th, the day that we've been waiting for for the last four years, Inauguration Day. Yeah, that's right. The inauguration of the 46th president and the first black slash South American, South American, South Asian. South American would have been lit, though. South Asian and woman, period, in the White House, vice president, madam vice president, is going down this Wednesday. And I'm both hyped and equal parts nervous. Trey, how are you feeling about it? Man, I'm excited. I feel like when we were voting, we were just voting for somebody not Trump. And I personally didn't necessarily know Joe Biden's policies or what he's going to do or him saying anything. So for him to come out with his plan, you know, re-entering the Paris Climate Agreement, um, all the executive orders he's going to do in the first uh, 30 days. Come on, I'm, facts. I'm hyped, man. You said what? I said, come on, facts. We love the facts. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I'm just excited about it. And I love that, you know, if he can hang in there, he's going to really make some changes. So what do you mean? I'm excited. <laughs> he's, he, he, he sounded kind of frail. You know what I mean? He He's about one diddy bop away from, you know, the grave. But you know, I mean, I, know. I don't know if he was diddy bopping, but yeah, no, nah, I mean, he, <laughs> he gave you a little light jog up that little stage when he won. He'll, he'll be all right. Yeah, man. And, you know, Miss Harris, you know, how I feel about her. So. I'm just so excited about these next four years, and Madam you know, I can't wait. Madam Harris. Madam, come on. Madam, when I could be Sam. Put some right. respect on Madam Harris' name. So. You're right, because you show ain't saying the first name, because you know. <laughs> yeah, we, if, you, if y'all listen to them last few, <laughs> I struggle. But right. yeah, yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited. I can't That's wait. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree. I feel like this is a, a whole historic-ass moment happening right now all over again. I mean... This is much-needed relief after four years of stress and stupidity. But after that whole capital situation and the idea of Trump taking four years of experience, quote-unquote, uh, in the White House to the swamps of wherever, I just kind of want to skip the celebration and have them get straight to work because there's a lot of undoing that needs to be done before any progress can be made, including ending and recovering from a whole ass pandemic and just, I don't know, there's just a lot of stupid shit that needs to be solved before we can even get any work done. So, And I'm stimmies, hoping... man. We need oh, them yeah. stimmies. Because <laughs> Trump paid it. Well, he didn't pay it. That's That might be the problem. But anyways, let's switch back to uh, some celebrity shit, shall we? Now, <laughs> I laugh because I already know. So, Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan made it ig official this week he officially or he originally posted a picture of just them two uh with no caption and that's really all you needed uh and then the next thing you know they're playing in the snow they're laughing they're hugging they're kissing and the internet talked 
half the internet was happy to see them together and the other half was cr- criticizing her <clears throat> for being linked to so many guys like lewis hamilton who was also linked to Nicki minaj during the queen era uh future trey songs justin combs justin Combs' dad diddy and now michael b jordan now i can kind of see both sides of it like one i I can see where nearly everybody would have an opinion when your life is so transparent and your dating life is just always up for debate. But coming from the daughter of Steve Harvey, who wrote Think Like a Man, can you really be mad at her for owning her power and taking what she wants? Nah, not at all, man. I love it. You know, I I think situations like this have to be normalized. You know, I feel like men are allowed to kind of do whatever they want and you know god forbid a woman be unhappy and want to move on you know so i I love it um i've seen a lot of criticism on the age gap and so i was just curious is that something that bothers you is that something you don't care like you know heck no techno do what you want as long as everybody's legal we don't want no r kelly's but no i mean when you think of (laughs) right when you think of people like jay-z and uh beyonce They've got like 100 years between them. And I'm sure there's some other people who I'm not even thinking of. But I don't think the age really matters after like one, you're legal. And after you're legal to drink, uh, I think it's really just a matter of attraction and maturity levels. And if your levels match up, if you guys are equally yoked in enough ways, then I don't know. Do you? I'm I'm a big fan of Michael B. And, you know, Fruitville Station, Creed, uh, Killmonger, um, just, just to name a few. Did you see him with a woman like Lori Harvey? Is that somebody who you were like, yo, this fits? Well, first and foremost, we don't even really know Lori Harvey. So I don't think I've ever heard her even talk. So I can't say yes or no. But what I Mm. can say is that I always pictured him with that one chick from Creed, like the girlfriend, the girl who played the girlfriend. I mean, I know she's not even into like the Michael B types, uh, so to speak. But I don't know. I just seen her, him with somebody who's like, super independent and again kind of equally yoked and pretty and all this other shit so yeah i mean i don't i'm not mad at it i kind of see it from both sides from what you're saying but like you but i think you said it best if you put something out there and your life is transparent people are going to talk and you're going to have to be comfortable with, with what they say you're allowed to have opinions you know what i mean so but i love it you say and if it only lasts a month so what if it lasts two months two years like Let's just normalize having the power to choose who you want to be with. And if you're not happy, moving on. Right. And then for everybody who has these opinions, I think, you know, there's plenty of people. There's plenty of people probably listening to this right now who are stuck in relationships that they don't need to be stuck in because they're afraid of what the perception is going to be of their friends, of their family, or even worse, strangers on social media who will feel away if they broke up. But I mean... Listen, don't put your shit out there in the first place if you don't want to deal with the questions of the follow. Mm. I mean, like, I'm me, myself, if you're sitting up here flaunting your relationship, not that I even care, but once you guys break up, sis, what happened? No, 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 no. That was our relationship at this point, so what's going on? But also, right. I mean, if you do decide to put your shit out there or ships, own it. Do what Lori Harvey's doing it, right? Just be proud of your growth. Be proud of, you know, knowing when it's time to move on. And where it's time to move to. I mean, there's no one roadmap to love and relationships. Shit's complicated. But when you give props to people like Lori Harvey, you're giving power to women and just people in general to really 
move the way they want to move and not be stuck in like these long-term things. So I'm here for it. I'm here for it too. And it's your life. You know, you shouldn't really, at the end of the day, people care, but they really don't care. Like they're wrapped up in their own lives. So you should do you. You should definitely do you because all the niggas is doing themselves. Right. Side note, Trey, don't move. Were you moving? I was. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I get excited. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. I feel all that. But nigga, nigga, side note, fucking the son, then Diddy? Savage. Savage. Hey, listen, man. He, um, Young Diddy was a little too much to go to Papa Diddy. You feel me? She was, and you know, she she the vibe, but she was like, she's a little too immature for me. So, right. She you had know, to, you know, try to dad. Do what you do. Um, here's my thing, though. The head, Mr. Misogyny himself, future. You know what I'm saying? That's, and you know, you look at people who are linked to future, you usually find that true love after that. So, Damn. Ciara, I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's gotta feel so yeah. trash, like to be the guy that gets used as a stepping stone to get to the person that you're trying to get to. Yeah, don't feel bad for him. Why? <laughs> don't feel bad for <laughs> Mister Misogyny himself. Don't feel uh, bad for that man. I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I feel like everybody. I feel like any nigga who does R and B on some level has feelings. I mean, no matter how they move in the public, they they've got to be feeling something. Especially when you're linked to this many women who are literally wifey material, obviously. Yeah. And they're just not wifed by you. But anyways, uh, speaking of breakups, uh, all good things must come to an end, and sadly, that now includes insecure. Yeah. And got announced this week that this upcoming season five will be the final season of the show. And I don't know what to feel because, baby, I just felt like this is one of those shows that was going to last forever. Uh, but also at the same time, I get it. I mean, I'm sure the weight of like the culture immediately got put on Issa to like carry us through, especially now that we're in a pandemic. It's like, yo, give us some real shit. Give us some good shit. Give it to us more often and give it right. to us better and better and better. But I don't know how you could have gotten any better than like those first three seasons. Obviously, because the fourth season, it was cool. But there's not much more of a story that you can tell in this in this particular show, unfortunately. I mean, how do you feel about it? I think that I think it's perfect time. I mean, you know, I think if you look at HBO shows, they do one of two things. They either stay too long and then have a trash at closing or they're rushed like, like Game what? of Thrones. I felt like Game of Thrones, I felt was rushed to the end. Um, I felt like um, the wire was rushed to its end, even though it was, you know, it was like 10 years. But I just look at HBO shows and I'm like, yo, either they come to an end too soon or they go on too long. And mm. I think this is like the sweet spot. And also we got to realize this. Issa wants to do other things. I don't think she wants to yeah, clearly in this, in, this, in this insecure box. Clearly. So I'm sad about it just because I can literally map out the last five years of my life. And be oh, like, yeah, like, this is where I was. Yeah. yeah. Like I can, you know, this is where I was. This is where I am now. And Lawrence and Issa, please get back together. Yo, please. Lawrence Hive. Uh, wait, are they not back together? I, I can't even remember what happened in season four. I just started binging season one and two again. 
So fucking good, by the way. And also, I'm like, I'm. This is a show that you can watch over and over, and then like still pick up new shit. Because yeah. I'm watching it now, and I'm just like, bro, Issa was kind of trash to Molly from Jump. So I could see yeah. where what would lead Molly to be the Molly that she ends up being in. I think season three or season four, where we're all like, oh, Molly's fucked up. Molly's a bitch. Da 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 da. But it's like, bro. When you are a good friend to somebody who takes advantage of you and constantly doesn't acknowledge like your side of the friendship, then eventually that's that's what's going to happen. And I think that's another one of the things I love about the show is that it's so relatable in so many ways. Like watching it years ago, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm Issa. I'm having all these relationship problems. Da, 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 da. And then you look at it and you're like, oh, no, I'm Lawrence because I was a good dude and now I'm a bad dude because I got some bad shit done to me. Da, 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 da. And oh, no, I'm Kelly because I'm hella funny and I got a podcast, right? <laughs> layers, so, layers. So many, right, so many layers. And it's it's one of those shows that's going to, I hope, lives on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And I hope they never redo it. I hope if they yeah. re- do reboot it, it's with the same people and we just continue the same story or we just continue like 10 years later, whatever. But. I this is a classic. I'm glad this happened. I'm glad we lived for it. And I'm glad we got all the music we got out of it. I just like again watching season two last night. I think that was the first time I heard Sweetie's song anywhere. Bruh, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Right. You're definitely right. A lot of dope songs came from Insecure and the Insecure soundtracks. And what's so crazy is that I was like listening to old Insecure soundtracks a day before this got announced. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. And, and I'm gonna tell you something else too. I'm a huge number one. I think we can learn a lot from Molly. Being a strong advocate for your own happiness. I don't know why when I hear Molly, I think Molly, Ali, 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 She should do a challenge. But okay, go ahead. But yeah, but um, we should all be strong advocates for our happiness. But number two, I hate LA. But the lives Issa Rae was giving us in Insecure, I want to live in LA. I want to live in that yeah. L.A., bro. I said I mean? the same thing. My ex lives in L.A., and I hated L.A., not just because, you know, I didn't want to fuck with my ex anymore, but it just wasn't my thing. But right. when you look at it through the lens of Insecure, it's like, bro, there is just I, so I love much. This LA. Right. Yeah. I love this L.A. I'm, I'm hoping for another series, you know, something else. Wait, from but, her? Yeah, from her. I would love her to see her produce another series, do some movies. But I understand, you know, you can't be painted inside that box. So it's bittersweet for me. Don't nobody like to be painted, child. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's a joke that you won't get until I explain it later. But anybody listening to this podcast is going to laugh. Or certain people listening to this podcast are going to laugh at that one. But, uh, yo, so Insecure is done after this season. I think we need to, uh, hopefully we're out of quarantine by the time it comes on so we can do watch parties and shit. If not, I think we need, do need to get some virtual watch parties or something popping. Make sure y'all get your Wi-Fi up, child, because we got to make it happen. No. Uh, but yo, uh, last bit of news that I got here is this actually just got posted this morning. We're recording this on a Sunday. Um, Dr. Dre is back in the studio. Yeah, I saw that picture on my Instagram feed this morning. Looks like he's on the on on the healthy way to recovery. So yeah, man. He must have figured something out with that girl. Like, yeah, I mean, you're only getting this much money and I'm just gonna keep making more money. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I guess there's two sides to this where it's like one side I'm like, bro, I just got out the hospital, I'm gonna just chill the fuck out. Or two, I just got out the hospital and I'm gonna live my fucking life. 
I see both sides. <laughs> and I see, I see, you know, when you have a brain aneurysm, money not being that important anymore. My life is more important than this, you know, mm. this money. So, mm. but he good too. He didn't look sick enough and he looked real good. So that's what's up. Was he the only person in that whole scandal about the um, USC thing that didn't get in trouble? He was. He was. And Shorty just <laughs> got out of jail, too. Ah, uh, damn. Uh, Shorty damn. just got is on house arrest now. Um, Aunt Becky, she on house arrest now. So, mm. yeah. I think he's the only one that came unscathed. Damn, that's like some final... De- Never mind. I'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> Knock but on wood, y'all. You're right. Let me, I don't have any wood. I have a glass desk. No. Knocking some wood for me. I got you. Got it. Boom. Uh, but yeah, man, that's all I had for this week. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, that means tomorrow, which this episode will come out on Tuesday, which means tomorrow will be the inauguration, which yay for that. And the next day will be the verses. So yay for that. So this is set up to be a very lit week. Do you have something you're looking forward to this week? Inauguration, then Ashanti and Keisha Cole. There we go. Ash- you know let's go yo and just like that we are calling it a wrap on episode number 12 of the big dope energy podcast but fear not i am hooking you up with a bonus episode this week uh that is with artist juliet uh we're going to be talking everything from her new music to mind body and soul wellness and uh of course her take on the whole Lori harvey situation even though it's not a situation it's really just her life but it's always nice to have a female perspective so this one gets dope. It gets a little deep, and I know you guys are going to love it. So look out for that. But until then, make sure you guys like, share, and subscribe this episode and any other episodes that you guys may like uh, for friends to hear. And make sure you follow me on Instagram at Diero. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Big D underscore NRG. Hence, <laughs> Big D. <laughs> Let me stop. Uh, and also on Twitter at Big Dope Energy. Basically, anywhere on social media, just search Big Dope Energy. You guys will be able to find us. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. I don't think I have anything special to plug except, you know, make sure you guys be safe out there. It's inauguration week. So I don't know what the fuck's about to happen, but hopefully all good things. I'm just putting out good vibes into the universe. So accept them, receive them, take them with you, pass them on to a friend and I will see you guys next week. So see you later, boo. Bye.